Hello aspirants, you are hearing to the aspirant voice. Recently, the US determined India's digital service tax as discriminatory and it, it concluded that the DST is causing an adverse impact on American commerce and hence an action needs to be taken under the Trade Act. Meanwhile, the USTR also said that DST by its structure and operation discriminates against US digital companies. But the USTR in its special 301 report missed a few important aspects and also completely neglected the global need to tax digital services. Here you have to understand what is digital service tax. In 2016, India introduced a 6% equalization levy, but the levy was restricted to online advertisement services. In simple terms, the levy applied on the payments made to a non-resident by other Indians for advertising on their platform. The government in 2020 introduced an amendment to the equalization levy in the Finance Bill 2020-21. The important amendments include a 2% digital, tax, digital service tax was imposed on non-resident digital service providers. With this amendment, the foreign digital service providers have to pay their fair share of tax on revenues generated in the Indian digital market. The amendment widens the tax to include a range of digital services. These services include digital platform services, software as a service, data-related services and several other categories including e-commerce operations. Companies with a turnover of more than Rs 2 crores will have to pay this tax. So what is the need and why is this digital service tax is needed? The growth of the digital economy over the last few decades has made sure that there is a limited need for the physical presence of the businesses in the country to make a profit in that country. Presently, there is a significant increase in participation in the digital economy due to the COVID-19 lockdown and a digital tax is one of the many ways to boost the government's stressed revenue. The current tax regime is built around the traditional brick and mortar business and digital entities are not taken into account because of loopholes in the taxation system. This is because digital businesses have three unique characteristics. They offer services by having limited or no physical presence, for example, Facebook and Twitter etc. So on. They are highly dependent on intellectual property assets that are typically located in or can be shifted to a low tax jurisdiction. And the third one is that they can increase the value to their goods and services through highly engaged user participation from other country. The current tax regime does not consider these aspects. Thus, many countries are developing a new framework to regulate and get a fair share of taxes from the revenues generated from virtual goods and services by focusing on these aspects. It has both the advantages and disadvantages. While coming to the advantages, tech giants like Google, Facebook, Amazon, have, which have a huge consumer base in developing countries like India, will not be able to avoid taxation by shifting their offices to low tax regimes. If the law prevents profit shifts, the countries from which the cross-border digital companies profit will be, will be able to stop losing corporate tax revenue. Digital tax will ensure a level playing field uh, for both domestic and foreign players in the absence of such a law, the goods and services provided by firms based in a foreign country would get taxed less and hence have a significant competitive advantages over the domestic firms. It seeks, a it seeks to create a clear international tax system with improved transparency and certainly for businesses and security for the national tax revenues. But these are the advantages but still there are some disadvantages like taxing the gross revenues instead of the firm's profits is problematic. The move to bring in digital tax would hurt trade ties with the United States. Also it may harm the startups especially during their initial expansion stages. 
there is a risk of double taxation when shifting from a country of establishment principal country to a country of destination principal these platforms and broker services providers would pass on the burden of tax to the end consumers or the sellers this will affect their affordability and popularity the government had opted for low taxation on digital business to promote innovation increasing taxes may impede global economic and technological advancement and compliance with the transparency guidelines would bring in additional cost burdens on the businesses these are a few disadvantages that uh, we that the that india should face if india implement the digital service taxes so this digital service talks were not started in india this is a global phenomenon i mean globally discussing an important issue because the governments across the world from the uk to south korea have been eager to collect additional revenues from the tech giants that are presently paying meager amount of taxes in their countries while some parties believe that the firm must pay more to the state coffers other opine that these firms must be taxed where they are based the oecd has been involved in formulating a compromise between these two sides in this negotiation process over 130 countries are involved these talks are co-chaired by france and the us usa countries that represent diametrically opposing stance on the issue the talks are to decide on how this global tax regime is to work the talks involves two pillars that is the discussions or to update the international tax rules to match the needs of the digital era and the second one is discussions to set a global minimum level for corporate tax and now why india to introduce the digital service tax we can frame out the reasons firstly the nature of the digital service companies the companies don't have any physical presence in the markets instead they use intangibles to provide services for example one can pay for the amazon prime membership in india but the service of membership like watching movies listening to songs are intangible and determining the value of these intangible is tough so the government introduced the digital service tax of 2% and secondly the failure of international consensus that is in 2013 the oecd organization for economic cooperation and development launched the base erosion and profit shifting program it was launched primarily to find a way to tax digital companies but no consensus has been achieved yet so in 2016 india became the first country to implement the equalization levy as a temporary way of taxation this is then followed by the countries like france and uk and third one is that india's right to tax digital service providers if a company has users in india and also has an economic connection with india then india has the right to tax its economic cooperation india being a developing country provides large markets for digital corporations so taxing them is a matter of right and the fourth one is these digital service taxes create a level playing field between online and regular In 2016 the Akhilesh Ranjan committee report had also suggested to tax the digital companies as they enjoy a sustainable economic presence so here the USA had made some accusations in India, on India and India had given the reply to it the first accusation is that digital service tax is inconsistent with the principles of international transaction and the international transaction laws apply to the revenue of companies is extraterritorial application of digital service companies is etc and then india replied that several global tax measures like royalty technical fees are not levied on revenue similarly all us states have laws on remote sellers and they tax non us resident entities the second accusation made by the united states is that the digital service tax does not extend to identical service providers by a non digital service providers this is a violation of trade practices 
India replied that when the company is non-digital, non-digital, then that company is subject to Indian income tax. Further, this digital service tax has been introduced to provide a level playing field. The third accusation by the U.S. government is the digital service tax is discriminatory because it targets U.S. companies. India replied that the digital service tax is applicable to all digital service providers having an annual turnover of more than two crores in India-based digital services. As per USTR's own analysis, only 119 companies in the world would likely to be subject to the digital service tax, of which 86 are US companies. So the criteria do not target anyone. It is the result of the asymmetric digital power of US companies. So here you have to understand that more than 24 countries have either adopted or considering adopting a digital service tax. After the concept got introduced in India, so the tax challenges posed by the digital economy is not a problem between India and the US. It is a global problem and the US has to accept this and act accordingly. This is all about the digital service tax. I hope you like this episode. If you do like this episode, please share it to your friends. And also the notes and the content related to this episode will be provided in my blog. You can check it over there. The links will be given in the description.